if your product or your service is not selling as much as you want it to, my question to you is then, have you drunk the Kool-Aid enough? Have you ever heard a story that just made you feel, wow, I'm ready, I'm fired up? A story that captures everyone's attention and gets you to spread it to all your friends? Or how about a story that creates real impact and connection with the audience? Why do stories do this? And how can we recreate stories like this in business? I've been obsessed with figuring these questions out. I've been starting and failing multiple online businesses now for two years, struggling to find an audience I truly wanted to serve. It wasn't until I discovered my dream customers were struggling with these exact questions, except I didn't know where to find these people. I hopped on a plane to the US to attend a marketing conference that I met my dream customers, and I saw firsthand how powerful stories really are. After that, I went all in on my hunch. If you're looking for the real secrets behind how stories can get your audience fired up, to take action, and to change their lives through your words, this podcast is for you. My name is Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. Hey, welcome back. This is Jules Dan to another episode of Storytelling Secrets. If you're wondering, what is that curious intro? Am I, sell- am I not selling enough of my product because I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid enough? What? <laughs> What's Kool-Aid? Okay, okay. Um... I'll explain. I'll explain what that actually. Let me explain what does drinking the Kool Aid mean, um, because I actually didn't know what this meant until probably last year. Um, it's a it's a real common idiom or like saying in in America and the states. So if you're outside of the states, outside of North America, here's how to uh, educate and inform you. If you. Say like English is your second language, and you're you're listening in. Okay. The Kool-Aid, so to speak, means that you, you've bought into a belief. Um, you really believe what, if it's to say like, to say, uh, I don't know, someone's really pushing affiliate marketing and they're running Facebook ads and the whole business, you could say, oh, that guy's really drunk, the Kool-Aid. Um, and, and the origins are actually a little bit dark behind this. Uh, one, one time I was listening to Case File, it's a, it's a crime podcast and uh, it was a three-part series on this place called Jonestown. Uh, uh, it's a fascinating uh, story on persuasion and a cult, and just it's it's pretty fucked up. I won't lie, but that's that's where the term Kool Aid comes from. Because long story short, I won't I won't go through all the details. Uh, but the the leader of Jonestown basically convinced everyone that they were they needed to kill themselves in order to um, to absolve themselves of their sins, and it, and to do that, they gave everyone cyanide in some grape Kool Aid. Yeah, pretty fucking dark. But <laughs> everyone says, "Oh, they've drunk the Kool Aid as a, as a as a way of just saying, yeah, you've really bought into that belief. You're, you're a believer now." Um, and that really ties into what I'm going to talk about today, which is like, are you not able to sell enough or maybe other people's stuff or your own stuff? Cause you haven't really drunk the Kool-Aid enough. Now, what do I mean by that? Okay. I want to go into a bit more detail. Um, and of course I want to back up the story. Uh, okay. So this weekend I, I did something really interesting, something outside my comfort zone, I, I learned to ride a dirt bike, motorbike, and I've been deathly afraid of getting onto another motorbike after three near misses in Mexico where I had a buddy on the back. I just, they said, hey, do you want to ride this scooter? And I'm like, yes, let's do it. 
uh, and instantly, you know, as soon as I get on the bike, buddy's on the back, weight's throwing me off, going around a corner, people crossing in front of me, I forgot what's the clutch and what's the throttle, and um, yeah, you, you can get, probably guess it, bad, <laughs> not good. I didn't crash, but I almost, you know, hit several people with the bike. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Um, so it was a big deal of me getting on there. So like, why, why the hell is Jules telling you all this? Uh, well, you know, I, I got out of my comfort zone and always, always whenever you get a comfort zone and you achieve it and it feels amazing. Um, and that's what happened to me recently for um, a copy project, a co- uh, email copy project. I, I briefly mentioned this. I, I, I picked up a client in a new market that had new problems. There were 43-year-old to 50-year-old women who've been through a lot of trauma, a lot of pain from their past and a lot of energy blocks going on. And, and my client was selling a $8,000 coaching program for nearly a full year to cleanse the energy and uh, help them get past the traumas and manifest faster. Okay, and if you listen to some of my past episodes, that is not like my hobby or anything. Like I'm not really super into the woo-woo. I'm a little bit, uh, especially I mentioned like some of the money principles. I do meditate every day. Um, but yeah, this was definitely a step outside of my comfort zone. I was like, you know, I'm not really chasing the easy money here. I'm picking a client. It's a bit harder, but I know it will be rewarding because these people are generally underserved by marketers. There's too many marketers selling to marketers. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, if you know what I mean, too many marketers selling to marketers. Um, and uh, so I thought it was a good opportunity to, to break free into this market. And um, I remember going onto a coaching call uh, to with my coach to, to get my copy reviewed. And um, he was reading, I'm like, dude, these are good. And I'm like, oh, thanks. And he's just like, and, and I remember there was a part where I was just saying like, you know, it, it, it's not your fault. A lot of them have been victims. And he's, he's just like, he just sort of, he wasn't rude about it. He just chuckled and he was just like, oh yeah, that, that it's not their fault. I'm like, and I got really defensive and I got on the side of the people I was writing. I'm like, it isn't their fault though. Like they've been through so much trauma and so much hardship. It definitely is not their fault. And then he, he was like, wow, you've really drunk the Kool-Aid, mate. And, uh, and I was, I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, just like awkwardly giggle. I'm like, man, it actually is true. I did probably did drink the Kool-Aid. I, I got so invested in it. And, uh, you know, here's a reason why you want to drink that Kool-Aid. I'm super, super stoked about this. So that launch, we're still running it. Still about five days left. It's a bit longer than usual, um, but that's okay. Um, It was to a super small list of about a thousand people. She only had a Facebook group with probably about 850 people. And uh, we've, oh my goodness, we've almost sold out. Sold out. We've got an an application-based only uh, program for eight thousand dollars, or just under it, um, and we're, we're halfway through the launch. I asked how was it going, and she's like, "Oh, it's gone amazing." You know, we're at twenty-four applications, and then the next day I saw she closed twelve of those applications. So it was just like, mm, "Yes, <laughs> over a hundred thousand dollars in closed deals just from drinking the Kool Aid." <laughs> That's what it takes, because obviously. Obviously, she probably had her her little doubts that you know why should I trust a twenty six year old man to take care of my marketing where he doesn't understand any of these people's problems? But the truth is, 
I did have to get into their space. Um, I did have to really think about what is their day like. I really did have to think about what's that pain feel like. What's it on a daily basis, and um, and yeah. So like, especially if you're trying to sell someone else's product, uh, like affiliate marketing. God forbid if <laughs> I would never do the. I, I would. I actually don't like the people who who sell something that they've never used before, or they they've never tried it. They've never. It, it, no association with it at all. Um, there's just, just no trust behind that. I just think it's a little dodgy, in my opinion. My, if you're doing that right now and you're listening, you're like, fuck you, Jules. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, mate. It's just, I don't know. It's just the way it is. Um, and you know, That's how I started with my first online venture, actually, was uh, doing emails, uh, pushing people affiliate links. And after my second one, I'm like, this, this, this is just terrible. I'm not going to go down this road because... How could I hold any integrity if I haven't actually sold this, haven't actually used this product and had any success? So you can call, you can hold me to account to that. I will never pitch an affiliate deal that I've never used or I don't think is beneficial. All right, but getting back to topic, why do you need to drink the Kool-Aid in order to sell more, especially if it's your own product or if you're trying to affiliate push someone else's thing, if you do choose to go that road, is... Uh, People can smell fake empathy from a mile away, and you got to know what their day is like. You got to be put yourself in their shoes. And I will never forget it when Pete said, "You got to find a way to twist a knife without being a dick about it, especially when it's this sort of market." He's like, "You know, make money online. You you can you can slap them around. You can challenge them and tell them." you know, why they failed and, and how it feels to feel like a failure and that sort of thing. But for this thing, for in their day, uh, they've got no hope. It feels like they've got a wet towel over their head constantly. And in your copy, you need to tell them that you empathize them without actually telling them that. So it's your job to do that, Julian. I'm like, oh, how do I do that? How do I actually do that? And, uh, you know, part, part of it, part of drinking the Kool-Aid and going through the, you know, all the interviews and all the testimonials and YouTube and all the stuff you can to research about the market, great, do that. Then you're going to ask, how do I connect with them and not twist the knife too much? And it appears like you've drunk the Kool-Aid. I love to use analogies. Love, 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 love. Um, so here's a little, like a little snippet um, from that pre-launch. And it's like, and let's... Okay, so bit of bit of a backstory. The big idea was that uh, how do I manifest what I want really fast, or how do you how do you manifest what you really want really fast? That was a big idea I ran with. So, and then the reason why you're not getting there is because of say where they are right now, and I have to be really really gentle about the problem and understand it like I was experiencing that problem. Okay, so here we go. Uh, and I get it. If it was so simple to flip a switch and step into higher, more abundant frequencies, you wouldn't be reading this email right now. And let's face it, manifesting what you really want, manifesting what you want quickly is not easy on your own. That's because many of my clients who came to me stuck in low vibration say it feels like wearing a fogged up lens. Everything they see is gray, black, and dull. It makes it hard to see a beautiful, bright perspective with the wrong lenses on. Does that make sense? You need a new lens to manifest what you want fast. And uh, yeah, I, I guess you could see how I've done that. Like, 
I, I had to put it in there somewhere. Everything you, everything they, they see is grey, black, and dull. So that's a really powerful little thing there. I didn't say you see. I said they. Um, like her clients, people with the problems that have come to her. Um, that's super, super important. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm going to just end it on that. Um, so like, how do you drink the cool... So why you should drink the Kool-Aid, we've been over that because people can smell fake empathy from a while away. How do you drink the Kool-Aid? Well, you get stuck into all the testimonies. You watch the videos and you, you read the transcript with the writing too so you can just stuff it into your subconscious mind and then oh here's another little tip someone else told me you put a picture of the person that you're writing to i didn't do it this time uh so i can't speak for results <laughs> but apparently that's a good one um and then how do you actually pull it off without sounding like you've got fake empathy is that you use uh analogies and you don't say you directly especially when you're talking about the problem you just want to say they like they they've got this problem or you say we we have this problem uh i hope you find that helpful you know it, it's a little tip but uh it's helped me get over 100k on this launch not me personally it's for the client but yes definitely want to drink the kool-aid 100% recommend it if you want to go sell more um otherwise yeah i'm just gonna leave it at that thanks a lot for tuning in don't forget to grab the five costly email mistakes and how to avoid them that's going to be in the link description uh, and yeah that's it from me jules dan have a great week see you later